Welcome to Episode 9 of Professional Ballots, a bonus content series of the Saturday Morning Hustle. On this September 27th, 2021 episode, we will discuss give versus get, or you might say wait versus take when it comes to getting paid, getting credit, receiving awards, attention, opportunity, building connections, etc. This long-form audio-only podcast is posted once a month as an opportunity to take a deep dive into issues that challenge all entrepreneurs, business owners, career builders, and decision makers. How to balance what seems to be contradictory viewpoints in business and personal life. This is more than just a work-life balance. We will examine a variety of this or that scenarios. Let's get started. Today we're discussing rising tide lifts all boats versus the idea of getting what you deserve because you have earned it. How do you balance these two concepts at the same time, specifically if you are early or young in a career or in a business process? The difference in your career stage or where your business is at as far as needs and wants versus what you already have and the base that you're building upon. So your career stage or your business stage is the step one of this conversation about how you balance allowing things to happen around you that you participate in that are benefit others possibly more than you, at least as much as you, or being very specific in getting what you deserve as far as credit, pay, attention, etc. Specifically, because you have earned it. We're not talking about wanting or feeling like you need credit or attention or accolades when you haven't actually done anything. So step number one is, of course, actually achieve something. Put the work in. Be collaborative. Be part of some process, whether it's building your business, whether it's a career where you're working on the team, you're working for your employer, you are participating in the process itself. If you're doing that, if you're achieving great things, if you're very successful at what you do, how long do you wait for the company to benefit or for everyone to benefit before you decide it's time for you to be recognized as the important cog in this wheel? The first question you want to ask yourself is, are you working with collaborators or conspirators. Obviously, if you're working with collaborators, people who have the attitude of collaboration, people who are open to sharing their experiences, their skills, the things they're bringing to the team or to the startup or to the business scenario, the more open they are, the more collaborative they are, the slower they are to look for their attention or accolades, the slower and the more flexible you can be at the same time. But if you're working with conspirators, if you're working for people whose intent is to take advantage of you, their intent is to get something out of you, get free labor, get something extra, get expertise they don't have for their benefit only and not for your benefit, not collaborative, not for the whole, not for the group, for the team, for the department, for the business, etc., If they are out for themselves, that's your first sign that maybe you should be as well or you shouldn't be involved in that process where if you are in a situation where you are in a very collaborative team where there's a lot of sharing of opportunity, of expertise, and of credit, 
where the wealth is being spread around, if you will, the more that, that you can find those situations, the more you want to do that, the longer you want to stay in it. And you can take cues from everyone else around you as well as to how long of a game they're playing before trying to look for individual credit, getting a paycheck, getting a bonus, etc., whatever it is in your scenario. So are you working with collaborators or conspirators? It's figuring out the attitudes and the approach of the other people involved. Also make sure that if you're looking for something you deserve, that you actually deserve it, that you did earn the credit, the bonus, the bump, whatever it is you're looking for, and that you just simply didn't participate. Just showing up every day, just going to work, doing the nine to five, clocking in, clocking out, even getting your to-do list done, achieving the goals set by the people on the team you're collaborating with, that is still participation. Are you participating or are you bringing something above and beyond to the collaboration? Are you actually earning the attitude, the respect, the attention, the accolades that you're looking for, or are you simply showing up? If you're showing up, it's going to take a long time to get to the things you think you deserve. But if you're going above and beyond, if you're first one in, last one out, if you're putting the effort in, if you're being collaborative, if you're being a team player and a leader at the same time, then the short path, you're on a short path to receiving those that attention and to the benefits that come with it because you are earning it. So the more you can do to earn, the more of a claim you have on the credit you're looking for. Simply being there, simply participating, simply being on the team, or participating at a minimum level with the idea that you could be doing something better or different or bigger or more important or that pays you better. And the fact that you're not doing that, but participating in this opportunity, that doesn't necessarily buy you any credit in this opportunity because we're not comparing opportunities. We're comparing what we're doing together as collaborators. So make sure that you have earned the credit you're looking for as opposed to simply participating. Now, if you're looking to get what you deserve, the question is, what is it that you think you deserve? Are you looking to get money, get paid, or are you looking for the attention? Are you looking for people to pay attention to your skills, to your talents, to your personality, what you're bringing to the collaboration, or you just want to get paid, whether it's a fair market value or a minimum to keep you interested. Are you looking for money or are you looking for attention? Now, the money argument is very easy. Typically, there's a going rate. There's an expectation that you have. There's a number somewhere that you come up with or someone else in the participation comes up with that you can put on an hourly rate, a daily rate, a project rate, where someone can say, here's how much that you deserve or that you're owed. The conversation, though, about attention is a little bit different conversation. In fact, that conversation is more focused on conversion. 
how will you take that attention and turn it into something else, into future opportunities, into future paydays, into future projects, startups, promotion, etc. What will you do with that attention? If you don't understand what to do with that attention, if you can't find the conversion opportunity, then you probably should be looking at getting paid because getting paid is a simpler transaction. And it's something that you can essentially, for lack of a, a better term, put in the bank if you can't find the conversion of attention process. So if you're getting attention, but you don't understand how to convert it, then you're actually not providing value for yourself and you should put that, that focus on the value in the monetary potential. Now, there's also money versus experience. Are you receiving experience as a professional in a specific type of industry, skill sets that you wouldn't be exposed to otherwise, that will be valuable to you in the future, that will actually, instead of getting paid today, get paid more, be worth more, more hireable, or keeping a job longer, receiving bonuses, etc., because you have this experience in the future. One of the big questions you need to ask yourself here is, can you prove, or is it provable, that you have this experience and it can be converted into something that is tactical for your future? Can you prove on a resume, in a conversation, in an interview, etc., that you have been through this experience in lieu of getting paid immediately or getting paid more, you took the opportunity to gain experience, to gain skill sets, to gain knowledge. How do you translate that down into something that can be written down or talked about in an interview? How do you prove that you have the experience? Much like with conversion of attention, if you can't explain or prove that you have had this experience, then getting paid immediately or getting paid more might be more valuable to you than the experience itself. But if that experience brings you new opportunities in the future, bigger opportunities, longer, more sustainable, a longer potential for a bigger paycheck as opposed to the immediate paycheck, then going long, earning the experience is more important than earning additional income at this time. So money over experience. But you also could be trying to balance money over connections, getting the opportunity to work with individuals, groups, businesses, etc., that you wouldn't have the opportunity to be exposed to otherwise. So taking less or no pay might put you in a working situation with high-level professionals, with people who have social clout or actual celebrity people who have the opportunity or availability to finance or fund future projects or simply open doors that you can't open yourself now. All of these things, all of these connections are positives for your future. But how do you balance that versus how much pay or income you would or would not receive? Well, the question there is, can you create sustainability out of these connections? Can you cash in on creating a connection as opposed, as opposed to receiving actual cash today? So 
lieu of money to create potential connections with people who can take you much further in a career path, building your business, et cetera, in the future is beneficial only if you can utilize those connections in a sustainable way in the future. Simply being able to drop a name or claim that I worked with so-and-so or an attempt to connect with that person, maybe the highest level person, the person who is funding it, who has the celebrity, etc. If you have a real connection where you can have real conversations where you can potentially collaborate in the future versus trying to drop a name or a long shot of gaining their attention or reminding them of a working situation in the past. So do you get paid today or do you set yourself up for better connections in the future? And then finally, of course, you can receive money and funding today or maybe someone simply owes you a favor. This is something that I do a lot with projects or clients that ultimately can't afford or shouldn't be spending money with me, but should be spending what limited money they have in situations that are more direct to their success. So a great example of that would be in my day job, my full-time career. I do strategic planning, I do business development, I do marketing. Sometimes people really need a marketing plan or need some help with their creative, with their brand, with their execution, but they also need some paid advertising. They need to utilize whatever you come up with as actual execution, which is something that is going to suck up all of their cash. Now, some people you want to say no to because they're not prepared. They haven't invested themselves and they're looking for the easy way out. They're looking to take advantage of you. They're a conspirator, not a collaborator, but others are collaborative, have the right attitude, and a little bit of effort from you that you can afford to give away could turn into something as a connection, uh, a opportunity in the future because you take less or none now because the advice you give them, the execution you create for them, etc., whatever it is you provide them free of charge benefits them and they understand that that benefit should make them come back to you in the future because you were good to them up front and you were right. What you did for them was successful. So when they can afford to pay someone, they think of you first. So sometimes it's all about getting paid now, but other times it's about creating future favors or opportunities in the future, especially if what is necessary to give up, you can afford to give up. If it's something where it's just your time, just your expertise, just some effort that you can afford to give up to someone who needs that break, just to simply doesn't want it because they want it because they want to keep more of their money in their pocket, but someone who can't benefit from what you would offer them as a primary offering because then once they pay you, they can't pay for the second or the third part of the expertise of the actual execution, which then means they're left with paying you, getting nothing else, not moving the business forward and almost resenting you as opposed to taking the opportunity to receive the gifts that you might give them, spend their budget on execution and then be indebted to you and understand that you have given them something provably successful. Future flavors versus getting paid today is often 
very beneficial if you're capable of playing the long game and you're capable of giving them something that doesn't actually take cash out of your pocket, but simply time or expertise. So how do you know when to keep what you've earned versus attempting to use these situations to build credit or build a community around you? Community building is a huge element and asset of small businesses and startups as career development definitely comes from receiving the credit for successful operations, for successful tactical execution. So how do you make sure that you get what you have earned, whether it's pay, credit, et cetera, or creating collaborative efforts which allow you to build opportunity for the favors that we talked about earlier, or to build a community around you, whether there are people who can open doors or simply people who do something similar to you so that you have a better base to move forward in the future. What you have to understand is today's work leads to tomorrow's opportunity. What you're doing today will allow you to prove to others in the future that you're capable of that and capable of something at the next level. And then after that, the next level after that. You can't skip from today to five levels up, but you can skip from where you are today to the next level by demonstrating today's work. Whether that work is paid in full, whether that work is receiving a paycheck, part of the team as a collaborator, or simply something that you have given for free pro bono in order to get the credit, or as a collaborator to build the community around you, what happens there will lead to tomorrow's opportunities. So the big question is, do you need that opportunity now? Do you need that paycheck now? Or can you wait? Can you build future currency, future favors, build community around you where you have more opportunities, more options, and a better support system as you move forward in the future and as you attempt to move yourself Along in your career, as you attempt to elevate your business, you will need others to support that effort. Is it more important now to put those people around you, or is it more important to be paid and given the actual execution account for what you've done? Do you need it now? Do you need it tomorrow? Or can you wait? If you can wait, how long? Now, only you know what's necessary now, and what's necessary in the future. The more you can put into the future, the more you can afford to not take now, the more that you can put into the bank of goodwill as opposed to your bank account, the better and more options you will have in the future. And success is really about taking advantage of opportunity and options. There's very not very often, very, very rare, or not very often, but very rare, that success is a straight line. It's very uncommon to see success come in a straight line. Instead, there are tons and tons of adjustments and options that you have to understand how to take in order to create a successful path. The more options you have, the more tools, the more connections, the more community you have around you, the bigger base you have, the easier it will be to take advantage of the opportunities or options as they come to you on your path to success. So anything you can afford to not get paid for today, but get paid for in 
tomorrow or in the future, you should attempt to put in that future category in order to move you forward. Now, many people, when they've put a lot of work in, a lot of effort in, they have a great idea. They really feel like this is the thing that's going to take off. It's going to be a success. It's going to make all the money for me, for my business, or for my boss, and for the business that we all work for. Everyone wants to own as much of that as possible. If you have a great idea, if you've executed on it, if you've put the work into it, you feel like you deserve to get all the credit, which means you get all of the economic value from it. You build it, you put the effort in, you should get paid. That's correct up to a point. Because owning 10% of something that's worth a million dollars is more than owning 100% of something that's worth $5 or negative $5. So let me say that again. Having someone else receive credit because they make an investment, because you partner with them, but you give up ownership and control and portions of that brilliant idea you have or that thing you've been working so hard on, that then will take it to not just the next level, but the level after that and levels you couldn't find on your own allows for a bigger future, a bigger opportunity, a bigger piece of success that you, if you even if you own 10% of it instead of 100%, 10% of something worth a million dollars is a lot more money in your pocket than 100% of something that's generating $5. So don't be too stubborn on owning something 100%, on not giving up credit, on not allowing other people to play their role and receive their portion of the success if other people's role, what they bring to the process, whether it's skills, whether it's opportunities, whether it's income, whether it's a, a tool that you don't have or a connection you don't have, a door you can't open, without them, you may have nothing. With them, you may have a portion of a whole lot. Don't get hung up on wanting to be 100% responsible and having full ownership of something that is not pers- that is not building as you need it to. Instead, having a big enough percentage, once it goes as big as you expect it to, to reward you handsomely can be much, much more valuable. So don't get hung up on who owns something, who's in charge of something, what the percentages are, etc. If what you give up in percentage or control or credit can be paid, repaid over and over and over again because those you gave it up to bring things to the scenario you could never do or couldn't do within that time frame. Sometimes it's what they bring. Sometimes it's the doors they open, opportunities they create. And sometimes it's the timing or the speed of the success itself that others bring to the situation. If those balance out, if what they're bringing, if the speed, if the addition of what they have in their back pocket makes your business, your job, your opportunity so much more successful, so much more potential, and so much easier to everyone to see a return from it than open yourself up to allowing other people to participate in order to accelerate 
and develop a bigger piece of the pie because you have a bigger pie to pick that piece from. 10% of a million is worth more than 100% of $5. Now the question, real big, big question when deciding how to participate with others is, are you being collaborative? Are you part of a team? Are you part of a partnership? Are you in a collaborative situation or are you being taken advantage of? This is something that scares a lot of people and often steers them away from big picture potential opportunities because they can't see the bigger idea. They're looking simply at being taken advantage of typically economically, sometimes opportunity wise today. You want me to work for free so that I can have an opportunity in the future. That sounds like a bad idea unless the people that you're working with are truly collaborative, are willing to share in the success, and are building something that can be successful, even more so if their success will partially be based on what you bring to the experience. If that's the case, you're working in a collaborative environment. You're working with the right people for the right reasons, with the right attitude, the awareness of what you're receiving today or in the short term should be alleviated by what the potential is in the future. And I'm not saying that all of these things work out, but you can't win big if you don't bet big and you can't have success without risk. And so understanding your risk of working with people that are collaborative or are you risking being taken advantage of typically has to do with the actions of the other people, not what they tell you and not what they say, but what their actions are. Are they putting as much or more effort in as you are? Are they doing things that will move everything forward in a successful way or are they doing things that are beneficial to them? Are they being open are they sharing information? Are they being transparent? Are they truly being collaborative? Are they allowing for everyone to provide opportunities for themselves? Are they allowing people potential to create and gain experience, etc.? If that is happening, the potential for a positive success is much higher. If they're doing the exact opposite, being very secretive, making up creating scenarios that only provide one or two people the chance to shine, to receive credit, etc. And of course, if there's economics that you can't understand what's coming in and what's going out, you're not being communicated to correctly, then you are being taken advantage of. So pay attention to their actions, not what they tell you. But there actually can be situations where someone is more intent on taking advantage of you than being collaborative, but it's still beneficial to you. There's still an attitude sometimes of getting an experience or building skills or learning techniques or meeting people you wouldn't normally get to meet or being put into positions you wouldn't normally be put into that you can translate into future success or future elements of success for you, something that you could actually put on a resume or have proof of your participation with your skill, with the techniques that you've learned from this, you might be being taken advantage of, but it still works to your advantage. So you might be working for free, 
but getting an opportunity to work in an area you normally wouldn't get to, maybe getting use access to tools or technology or software or something like that that you couldn't get on a regular job or in a different situation. So trade-off being probably receiving less or no income, possibly not receiving credit or opportunities in the future, but building skills or talents that you will always have because the experience will carry over with you might allow you to literally allow people to take advantage of you because you were taking advantage of them at the same time. This is very rare, but it does happen occasionally. This happened to me young in my career when I wanted to go from, when I was in the music industry and I wanted to translate from doing live music to doing studio music. I worked in a studio. I was supposed to be getting paid. I rarely got paid. It was often gas money more than a paycheck, but I was getting to work on equipment, a room full of equipment that I could never afford and never have access to some any other way. And so I got experience, I had skills, and I was documenting what I was doing. I was building relationships with the artists that were coming through the facility, etc. And I ended up within a couple of years, being in a much better position than the people who were taking advantage of me by not paying me my hourly rate to be there. So there are times where other people taking advantage of you works out just fine because you are gaining through the process as well with things that typically can't be taken away from you, which is experience, talent, technique. So there are times when it is a win-win, when it is a fully collaborative effort Everyone is winning because that's the attitude everyone has. That's what they walk into. And so there are win-win scenarios. Of course, if someone is trying to take advantage of you, that creates a win-lose situation where they're winning and you are losing because they are taking advantage of you. That happens as well, too. I'm not trying to tell you that everyone in the world is is an open-minded, collaborative partner, but there are people out there like that, and you still need to find and search out these opportunities. And sometimes the win-win is someone thinking they're taking advantage of you. They think they're winning, but you're winning because you are gaining those skills and experiences that we talked about earlier. And then finally, there are lose-lose situations, and this happens very often. If someone is trying to take advantage of you, if someone is trying to take advantage of your efforts, of take credit for your work, etc., that's in the short term and long term, not very beneficial for you. And typically the things they're trying to take credit for, the things they're trying to claim they can do, the work that you produce that they claim is theirs, only get them so far. They might get paid today, but they won't be able to get paid in the future when you're not involved in the process. They might take advantage of other people, but they won't be taking advantage of you. So you can create win-win situations. You can create win-lose situations or lose-lose situations. And ultimately your attitude about making the best of any and all situations for you within your situation is key. And then you might be in a situation where it's win-win, win-lose, but if you make yourself invaluable, if you learn skills, if you have talents or techniques that no one else does, basically if you know how to flip the switches and do the things that no one else does, Even if their intent is to take advantage of you, they're still going to have to pay you or create opportunities for you in order for you to flip the switch or do the things that only you can do. So if you make yourself invaluable because you bring skills to the organization, to the conversation, to the situation, or you learn those skills, 
you learn the techniques, you learn these things in the process, it makes it very hard for you to be taken advantage of in the future. So there's a saying, short money is dumb money. It's a reference to the stock market. It's also a reference to betting on uh, sporting events and other things of that nature. But it's also a valid reference when it comes to business. Short money is dumb money. Trying to make sure you make a dollar today so that you miss out on $5 tomorrow is dumb money. So anytime that you can go long, that you can think big picture, that you can put off those cash-ins in order to build something more sustainable, that's long money. That's the opposite of short money. Short money is dumb. But you have to balance this out with the fact that the rent is due on the first of every month. You can't work for credit or for attention or for opportunity or for potential forever. If you're young in your career, if your startup is new, if you've just joined a team uh, in a, in a, on a job or in a career, then you have to be more flexible in these things. But at the end of the day, the rent is still due at the first of the month. You do have to get paid. You do have to move your career forward. You do have to build your business in a tangible, tactical, executional way. You have to make money to pay your expenses. You have to pay rent when it's due on the first. So the question is, how much you get paid, when you get paid, how you receive their credit, attention, etc., is a question of self-preservation or ego. Are you doing these things that benefit you because you want them or you need them? And ultimately, what can you afford to, to go without? If you are building a business, if you are trying to craft something that is truly yours and something that will be sustainable and with you forever, then maybe you can go without luxuries in life. You can afford less scaling back your lifestyle, etc. Make those sacrifices in order to gain the, the benefits we talked about earlier, attention, future favors, skill sets, experience, etc. If you can afford to go without the luxuries in life in order to gain things that are sustainable and will stay with you, that are ingrained within you as an individual, as a employee, as someone who works within an industry, especially if you can do it that's provable in a provable manner or something that you can demonstrate via a job interview or being on the job experience, then you can afford to go without the paycheck up front because you have the opportunity to have a much larger, much more sustainable paycheck in the future by building expertise, creating opportunities, having people owe you favor, building a community around you and your business, and understanding how to take advantage of those opportunities that come to you because of choosing the right option as the world zigs and zags and curves because there's no straight line to success. So are you trying to get paid today because you need to get paid? The rent is due on the first. Or are you trying to get paid today because you want to buy something nice? You want to put money in the bank? You want to afford something that you want to do as opposed to need to do? You need to pay rent. You might want a steak dinner. You can make that sacrifice to a certain point until you've earned the opportunity because you've put the work in, because you have the experience, to not need to sacrifice. And instead, 
You take all of the things that you've built up and you utilize them in a long-term sustainable fashion. So how do you balance taking and waiting? How do you balance getting paid today versus getting paid in the future? Everyone's situation is going to be different, obviously. But the more that you can wait, the longer you can go. The long money versus short money is a smarter move. If you have the right attitude, if you are continually building skill sets, talents, techniques, community, opportunities, future favors. If you're doing these things and you can afford to do them versus immediate gratification of income, bonuses, or immediate opportunities, then the 50-year window looks much, much bigger and much, much prettier than the five-year window. If you can afford to get through the five-year window and bank all of those things into the future, the sustainability and the potential for success will go way up. If you need to get paid now because the rent is due at the first of the month, that's fine and it's practical, but it's not much on building future success. It's simply paying forward immediately and not sustainably. So balance these ideas out. Get the rent paid and then put the rest into your future. Take care of your bills and your responsibilities. Get what you earned and deserved because you've actually earned it, participated, bringing something of value to the conversation. And then ultimately build community, extend your long game, and have a big picture attitude about things at the same time. You can pay your bills and build for your future at the same time. If your attitude is right, if you're working with people collaborative and not conspiratorial, if you're looking for people who are willing to share opportunities as opposed to take from you, and if you understand that owning or being responsible for or getting paid in a portion of success is more value than having complete control, complete ownership, and complete payback by something who's not that's not being successful. These are the things you have to balance when trying to understand, do you take or do you give? Do you wait or do you get paid? Thanks for listening to the Professional Balance Bonus Podcast Series of the Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. I'll be back next month with a new topic and a new podcast every Saturday with hustle and motivation advice from the office while the competition is still sleeping. Please subscribe, leave a review, and make a comment on social media about what balance issues you would like to hear discussed in this series in the future. Thank you. Saturday Morning Hustle Saturday Morning Hustle Saturday Morning Hustle Wake up and keep chasing your dreams